Hello, welcome back to Half Educated, where I talk too much and only give you half of the information. In today's episode, we will be talking about the entire first season of In From The Cold. This show had a leading lady in an action role, and I'm absolutely obsessed with those. My favorite show of all time is Nikita, so I was like, okay, yeah, definitely have to watch this. Um, It is a Netflix original. It is eight, I believe it's eight episodes, uh, about an hour piece, 50, 50 minutes to an hour each. Um, fact-checking right now to make sure how many episodes I watched. I should have had this already, but, you know, you get what you get. Yep, eight episodes. And, um, I have, the notes are formatted differently, so it's, uh, you might actually learn something this time. Mm-hmm. Exposed as an ex-Russian spy, an American single mom must juggle family life and unique shape-shifting skills in a battle against an insidious enemy. That Before writing that down, I had absolutely no clue what the premise of the show was. It was just a woman with a gun. And I thought, hey, that's cool, because that's the exact same... The exact same, uh... I don't know, thumbnail art or whatever for Nikita. She's sitting in the seat with a red dress on and has, like... An AR or something. And it's either AR or a pistol in her hand. I can't remember. But I'm like, okay, if if, if Nikki can do it, she can too. Um, So I, I can start off by saying I'm not a big fan of assassins and spies with families. Because they're always used as leverage. And that's exactly what happened here. It wasn't as serious as like Taken or Peppermint. Peppermint's a movie, but it wasn't as serious as... Well, both of those are movies compared to the show. Um, I don't know if there's any other shows that do the same dumb shit. That have leading ladies, but you know. Uh, very first episode, we're introduced to a young girl named Anya. And then we fast forward to a woman named Jenny. It shows Anya in Russia and Jenny is in present day in madrid in madrid with her daughter becca because her becca isn't her daughter becca is an ice skater and she's in like this some special competition and they have to go to madrid to participate um jenny leaves to go get tampons for becca and she ends up getting kidnapped by some random people and they're like you're a spy show us what you can do you keep trying to lie to us we know you're a spy just fight or whatever she's like no i'm not i'm not a spy you guys are pissing me off i don't know what you're talking about i'm just trying to get tampons for my daughter and y'all have kidnapped me and came up with the most amazing lies i've ever heard of and the head honcho, who we later find out his name is Chauncey, but he he's like, okay, you're not who you say you are, killer. So then she like kicks it into high gear. She's like, hell no, kiss ends up like 
beating the shit out of all of them. It was not a single person that didn't get their ass beat. That whole little mon- fighting montage. And once she gets done, she jumps through a window and she finds out that where they took her is like some little fake action set or whatever. And that it was a it was a a setup because her being able to fight exposes her from being able to be hidden. And that's a whole nother thing that also pissed me off. Um, we learned that Jenny's real name is Anya. So in the beginning of the show, we learned we we were introduced to Anya, who's like twenty and an assassin. And then you fast forward, and now we're at Jenny. And then Chauncey's like, "We know you're Anya. We know what you can do. So stop all the bullshit." We learned that she's a former assassin who was supposed to kill some big Russian name and steal this serum and rather than stealing the serum for her company she injected it into herself and went into hiding changed her name dyed her hair no Russian accent anymore so Chauncey uh hires her well not necessarily hires her pretty much blackmails her like yeah um, I work for the CIA, so if you don't do what I say, you're going to jail. So she's forced to do what he tells her to do. And he tells her, like, oh, yeah, this is just some hospital. We need you to get in and get out, and then we're good. And she goes to this hospital or whatever and come to find out it's not a hospital. So he set her up again and has to morph into someone that so she has to morph into something different so that oh it's a it's a men's prison so she's the only woman in this tight black suit in a men's prison and she ends up running into a dead end and then she has to morph so she morphs into someone who we don't know who we don't know who the character is yet and that's sick as hell she morphs into them she has to figure out a way how to get out of the prison uh and then she gets back to the van that Chauncey's in and she's like you knew that wasn't a hospital you're you're an asshole and throughout that that first episode right there had already pissed me off because we have no clue who this man is and he's like yeah you got to do what the fuck I tell you to do like, what do you mean? Now, what if what if I was just Jenny? What if I wasn't actually Anya? Learned that Becca is only at this competition because the main, one of the people on the main roster, the starting roster of this figure skating team that she's on has gotten injured. So she was pretty much a backup and surprisingly, they actually need the backup. So she ended up being able to go to Madrid and participate in the competition. And that's also, like, something that needs to be... Needs to be uh, remembered later. We have to remember, like, first episode, we learn all of this. And then the last episode, it's like, oh, damn, so this is what happened. 
it's yeah they they kind of try to tie it in but not really uh we have the popular kid versus nerdy kid trope becca is the is the character that nobody likes i guess besides the one her one black friend which tv shows always do that um i also thought this was going to be like some cringy uh cringy little like russian spy show because a lot of a lot of netflix shows do that especially when majority if not all of the cast was pretty much american majority of the cast was american and then but they were able to get some black not black uh russian people in there all of the black people in the show feel very awkward. You have the mother who somehow is able to get weed into Madrid from the U.S. And then you have the black sidekick of the of Chauncey who is very good with tech and is, and is always walking around with a chain on and expensive shit on. And they, they speak very awkwardly. And I'm not a big fan. I wasn't a big fan of that. It was kind of like... It's like taking taking popular trends and then trying to make it their own. Make it into like their own and make it fit into that character, which I which seemed very awkward to me. Um Chauncey and Anya have zero chemistry to me, but we already know that they're gonna try to we already knew that they were going to try to make them be in a relationship or whatever. Never mind. Let's just forget the fact that this man blackmailed you and how you had a happy life minding your own business. And then he pulled up out of nowhere like, hey, I know you can body morph and you are a spy. So, yeah, do what I say and you'll be fine. Just We're just going to ignore all of the blackmailing that this man has done to her. Like, she's in Madrid with her kid, and you have her killing people and all types of goofy shit, which I was not a fan of at all. We find out that Becca needs a fucking therapist ASAP. Becca sees a, um, a bird crash into, like, her balcony doors at their hotel, and it dies. And so, like, rather than, like, doing the little goofy free bird or whatever, or mourning it or whatever, she literally skins it, uses the feathers to turn them into earrings, and then takes the bones. She takes the bones and put them in the mean girl soup the next day and then gives the feather earrings to her black, her only black friend in this whole, whole ordeal at the little team dinner or whatever it's like ma'am i don't think i ever seen first thing when i see a bird crash into a window it's not damn that'd be some nice earrings or damn maybe i should cut that bad boy open and scare my teammate who's mean to me like that's not the first thing i think of also i don't understand how is she able to put those bones into her soup they don't explain that. I need them to show me how that works. How did that happen? I need I need that information. Um Hmm, let's see. 
Becca is also you being used by one of the people that Anya slash Jenny is supposed to kill. Uh, they find out who. They find out Jenny's identity, and they're like, "Oh yeah, she got a kid. She here for a reason." So they go and they pretty much use Becca. They go out, "Hey, you should go steal this dress. Hey, come back to meet me to my hotel room. Do all this extra junk." And then Becca goes to take a shower, and the guy that is using her goes and looks through all of their stuff at the hotel to try and find Jenny. Uh, information on Jenny, which I guess they do, but Becca is a dummy, which we learned very, very quickly. This is like three episodes in. We have five more episodes left, and Becca is getting super played. Heavily played. Like, I'm very, very disappointed. Um, Another thing that I did not like, we keep having to see Jenny sacrifice different parts of herself in order to complete this mission, which I was not also not, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the way that they write female assassins, spies, anything. So now when I have this show and it's like, okay, yeah, Jenny, she has a kid. Okay, cool. But then everybody is using Jenny's kid as leverage or you'll never be able to go home to your family as leverage, which I absolutely hate because when we have like action movies with men and action shows with men, it's never like, damn, I got to go kill his whole family or he's not going to do that. Or I have to go threaten his whole family or he's not going to listen. That doesn't happen with TV that doesn't happen with men leading, and I'm not a fan of that at all. And Jenny has to sacrifice so much shit almost every episode. And she's sacrificing for Chauncey, because we learned that Chauncey is, like, fired from the CIA or something. Or not necessarily fired, but, like, and suspended indefinitely. Because he fell in love with uh, his fiance was a killer or something like that or like a suicide bomber or something i can't remember probably i probably shouldn't say phrase it like that but i can't remember what she was but whatever it ended up being chauncey believed that she was innocent so he was using jenny as a way to kill uh, as a way to uh verify that his ex-fiance was not trash but she's dead also we're doing all this we're clearing people's names and they're dead like nobody is out here like damn such and such was really out here killing people nobody gave a fuck except for chauncey so you ruining this woman life over your dead fiance and you you can't you you don't reap any of the benefits from that because he's fired from the cia he's doing fucking nothing he's just walking around in suits trying to look all official and shit and he has no fucking money excuse that tangent we learn we get to we okay fast forward we find out that jenny um left russia because she didn't want to be a spy and she didn't want to kill people um so and she didn't want to kill people and she was practically being forced to and we find out that she's being forced to 
by her mother. Her mother is like pretty much the head honcho in Russia and her mom is like, if you do this mission, then you're good and we don't have to worry about shit, shit else. You can do whatever you want. Do this for your country, for your country. Your country is Russia. Russia is also important. I probably, now that I think about it, I probably should not release this video <laughs> with everything going on with Russia and Ukraine because Putin's trash. I mean, I guess technically, I mean, if I'm shit talking Russia, does it matter? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. We So we find out that Jenny can only morph peop, into people that she's had contact with DNA-wise. So a touch of the hand or like the hair or something and she's able to morph into you. And so we find out that everyone that she's morphed into was from her very first mission. It was a a a, a Russian I don't know, prime minister or something. I don't know what it's called out there. <clears throat> his daughter and then her da his daughter's best friend. So she was only able to morph into those three people whenever she was doing shit. And we find out that she's able to morph, morph because she went to go steal this serum that allowed her to do it. And it was supposed to be for Russia. But she ended up getting too close to the daughter and the daughter's best friend. So that she ends up like not wanting to kill anybody and not wanting to do half the shit that they're supposed to do. She ends up doing it anyway to get out of there and be safe. But still, it fucking sucks. Um... Learning that the woman who is a part of the Russian, who is the Russian, like, the boss, what, at the Russian spy company or whatever, I don't know. They never really say what, like, KGB, is that Russian? I think that, I think so. I don't remember. Um, and we learned that her mother is, uh... We learned that her mom is like, bro, you were never, we never planned on you getting out. So sacrifice yourself. You got it. You did it. Whatever. And she ends up injecting herself with the serum, morphing into whoever, and then fleeing off to America to get away from it. So now throughout this whole show, this whole vengeance plan and everything is because her mom is pissed. She's like, hey, bro, you did all this extra shit and I wanted that serum. You got to go. The place that Becca is practicing what they practice for their ice skating and their figure skating the mob jenny's mom owns and they end up doing like this big boss battle or whatever at the the last um the last like 10 minutes of the the final episode and jenny basically she basically shoots her mom in the head so mom's dead they fast forward like three months. Her and Jenny are together. Not her and Jenny. Jenny and Chauncey are together. Becca is leaving to go be with her dad for the weekend. And then, like, super duper uh, plot twist. Jenny goes to her garage, takes a sledgehammer, is beating on the concrete, pulls out some old-ass phone, and she goes, um... Agent Anya Petrova, everything is fine. It worked. Meaning that she, whole time, planned on being, uh, she, whole time, was still a Russian spy and all this extra shit. 
what does that lead to? We don't we don't really know. They didn't explain anything in between, in my opinion, about what could be happening. Could this have ended out better? Yeah, probably. I feel like it. They spent so much time on fillers that I didn't pay enough attention. So I feel like if I probably watched it, I'd be like, oh, okay, that happened. That makes sense. But I wasn't. So there's that. Um, that leaves the final question. What worked and how long was this supposed to go on? Uh, was she purposely faking this out? Is Becca actually her kid? Like, what is the attachment? Like, are, is she like so heavy into her, her spy shit that she's like, yeah, fuck that. I'm just better. Like, cause I think Becca's like 15. So that's like what? 15 years of 15 or 16. I don't remember. Uh, plenty of years of faking the funk. So I don't know if you all thought that you learned something in this episode, put it down in the comments. I don't know. I feel like I did better in terms of speaking about the show, but not giving away everything at the same time. Although all of my, all of these episodes are very spoilery. I hope I did something and it might've been a terrible description of the show, but I hope it was interesting enough I appreciate you for getting this far. If you did get this far, um, thank you. And on to the next episode. Peace.